Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to TwitchCon. Make some noise. My Hello. name is Brian Brushwood. This is my BFF, Mr. Justin Robert Young. We do a show called Night Attack. It's true, but that's not all that we've ever done, right, Brian? It's pretty much. We have. <laughs> give or take. I mean. Well, we immediately we, invalidated the we, premise of the panel. <laughs> well, oh, oh, no, you're right. I, yeah. I, I guess I forgot about all the previous incarnations before exactly. there was Night Attack. Before right. it was called Night Attack, uh, we, we've been doing live streams for what is. Coming up on 10 years. Ten years. In, in five months, it'll be our 10-year anniversary. Making that, jokes about butts and boners uh, on the internet. Yeah, and judging other magicians. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, okay, so uh, for those of you guys who are uninitiated, on uh, January 1st, 2009, I went live on Ustream TV because I knew Whoa. that I was very bad. Yeah. Are they still around? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, because I knew that I needed to build up the skills to be able to speak extemporaneously on the mic and to talk on a one uh, camera show. And at some point, Justin called in and magic happened. And I remember afterwards, we were like, man, that was really, really great. The energy was raw. I think we're onto something. And I remember you saying in, I think it was March of 2009, anytime you go live, I will be there. Yes. And by what, two years, three years in, I suddenly realized I didn't know how to do a show without Justin Robert Young anymore. And so that became, uh, BB Live Show became NSFW on the Twitch Network, which yeah. became Night Attack, yeah. uh, which which uh, is, is a healthy and very, very robust comedy show, uh, despite lacking uh, uh, two skilled comedians. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's amazing what you can do with zero talent. Uh, and we're going to explain to you how that process went. Yes. So, uh, we are, again, uh, Brian and Justin. We are uh, slash Night Attack now. We go live every Tuesday at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time, as we have for damn near 10 years. Yep. Uh, pretty much every Tuesday for any version of our show, uh, we've done that uh, at that time slot. And this was the world before. This is the world, the primordial world of live streaming. A BB Live show comes to Justin TV in 2000. And seven, these are very poorly made panels. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> they're not going to get better. Uh, these were the benefits of what we found on Justin TV when we first uh, started streaming there. Number one, a functioning chat, a product centered on community. Even then, Justin TV was very much built community uh, uh, forward. And that's something that it, it should shock nobody that some other even like larger uh, you know YouTube and Facebook have tried to do it but no one's really been able to crack live chat which is something that Twitch has always been or Justin TV was even at, at the very very beginning and you know uh, uh, also latency was good I mean for what live streaming was back sure. then sure especially now understand that um, uh, latency matters when it comes to feeling that that connective tissue with you and your audience and yeah. uh, uh, when it especially in a comedy podcast when you ask a question what's a funny album title for an album that does not exist it matters that you wait one, one thousand two, one thousand three, one thousand before you start getting those responses and in the early days we, we uh, had uh, good latency and that was really important because what we found very early on was we were a live show. We were also a podcast. We became a podcast and we found an audience there. But the magic of it, and even people that dug the podcast really liked that live experience. And our first kind of taste of what we kind of came to know as blowing up the Death Star was buckle up, kids. There's going to be a lot of websites that don't exist anymore in this next story. <laughs> Uh, we had game night. Yeah, so double uh, G game uh, night. Hands up in the air if you remember dig.com. 
Well, they're still around. You're a real piece of work. Uh, no, the uh, uh, so uh, they were Reddit before Reddit, uh, yeah. uh, and they were all uh, voted. And and we because because we had just enough attention and a, just enough real time communication, we wanted to figure out. Um, I don't know, like a, like a hacker wants to try a bunch of uh, doorknobs to see which ones are unlocked. We wanted to know what could be gamed in in Dig and so on. And so um, the funny part was uh, joining us on game night was. Co-founder of Dig, uh, Jay Adelson. Yeah, uh, much so, to the consternation of Dig fans. <laughs> so we 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 decided we were going to try to get something on the front page of Dig, which which at that point in 2007 was like a big deal. That was you kind of getting to the front page of the internet. Uh, or, or basically the very top of Reddit. Imagine, yeah. imagine trying to. Uh, the way we put it is like, let's find something. We're not gonna. We're gonna. We're not gonna force. Uh, 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 something big. We're just going to dance on the top of a mountain and see if we can cause an avalanche, right? Like, yeah. let, let's pick something that's pretty good that all of us can upvote and get this thing started. So as we're trying to do it, we're seeing that it's having like a certain amount of traction. All of a sudden, we get a call in from the co-founder of the company <laughs> that we are trying to put the, you know, this, it was a stupid video of like a bear... Was it? Oh, oh uh, it was. It was the. It was the bear. The, viral. Was the, the dancing bear. No, or? no, no. It was the 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 fake uh, TV like uh, a news report of a. Oh, oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody so, cares. It's fine. Nobody cares. It's fine. Go Whatever. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and so he calls in and he's like, "This is hilarious. I'm gonna make sure that we disable all these fraud functions to <laughs> make it on the front page of Dig." And it was at that moment that, and this is something that I think is very much in the DNA of Twitch. That one little chat idea became an explosion that like reaches so far beyond the chat. And it's like, wow, like we just made magic. And we knew that that was something that we really wanted to be a part of the show and was a part of the show going forward. However, it was not to be <laughs> with Justin TV. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, for many reasons, Justin TV is shuttered. And Twitch, which had been created to live alongside of it, now became the only product that they were offering. So pretty much the home that we had sort of built the DNA of our show now no longer exists. So what do we do? Uh, we sold out to the man. <laughs> we, uh, we took an offer to create a quote-unquote brand new show on a network uh, that uh, provided their own hosting also, which had a robust chat room, low latency, and the ability for us to interact directly with the fans. Uh, one of the things that we realized early on is that the show, uh, yes, we're friends, yes, we try to be funny, but most importantly, this was a coming together of people who wanted to set fire to things and feel powerful. Yeah. And so while we were on this network, uh, uh, the, the Twit network, uh, we, we played with that and it was wonderful. It was a great way to adopt somebody else's platform and, and parasitically uh, make friends with everyone yeah. uh, so that eventually we could jump out and go independent and steal a whole bunch of their fans. Yes. That's a really, really aggressive way of saying befriend people and create lasting relationships. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the other thing was we, uh, this was the first time that we actually got money for the show. Uh, uh, this was, we, we got to split. Look, it, it, we Get got ready. Buckle in. Buckle <laughs> up. Buckle up. Hey, kid, you made it to the big... It's me, Joe Hollywood. I've got a, I've got a tech network. Yeah, you look pretty good with your B&B live show, but what say you join the big leagues and join our network? Yeah, got... what, are you, what are you making out there? Oh, nothing? <laughs> oh, I got some cold, hard cash here for you if you want to come do your show over Whoa, here. What if I told you two uh, up-and-comers that I could give you... 
$350. Oh, my God, mister. Per episode. $350 each? Not each. That's the total budget. Uh, And you have to pay for all your equipment and production. And... Uh, definitely deliver every single episode. Also, please read these three ads per episode. Also, be creative. Say them in your own voice. Make them unique, original, but also say exactly these words. Also, three times we will schedule a firing of you for having failed to do any of these things in the coming four years. Well, it's no- me, Joe Hollywood. <laughs> Now, mister, mister, uh, uh, you're telling me that if we keep reading more ads, eventually I'm sorry, are are you uh, still uh, in my uh, office? (laughs) Have you bought new equipment yet? Your feed looks like garbage. It's me, Joe Hollywood. Uh, Joe Hollywood, (laughs) I'm just saying, if we keep reading these ads, eventually we get some more money, right? (sighs) You're still here, are you? (laughs) So... We had a a, a, but, a good time. <laughs> actually, uh, actually, this is actually a really good point because there are times that you can do something and there are times you cannot do something. We could not do something yeah. about the ads that we had to read while we're on the network. We could not do something about the money we were being paid when we were on the network. But we could do something with the attention and the energy of the fans and the audience. And so when you figure out what cannot flex, what you do is you figure out what you can build on top of it. So um, in my mind, I think of it as we will never own this megaphone but we do control this megaphone yeah when you control a megaphone what can you do you can uh, spur people to action you can capture energy and figure out a way to make money for it so for us we were like okay let's come up with a bonus content that we could do as a pay-per-view special and it was justin that nailed it he said uh oh no that's great we'll record a bunch of you know off-air stuff we'll figure out the best stuff we'll curate it uh and we'll release it and uh and he was the one that said no 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 it is not a pay-per-view special. Like, we're going to do a comedy album. And at which point I was like, it was as though he was speaking another language because I was like, comedy album? Let's say we're not comedians. We just get on the mic and, and, and tell off. jokes. Yeah. <laughs> How does that make us comedians? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and so we ended up releasing uh, an album for $1.99 uh, called Night Attack, uh, which is where the name of our current podcast comes from. And uh, uh, we put it out. Uh, everybody, and we said, oh, you know, wouldn't it be fun? Just like we gamed Dig, yep. what if we were to game the uh, Amazon charts? So we put it on Amazon, and we were like, everybody, guys, it's on the store. Nobody buy it. Nobody buy it until three, two, one, now. Yeah. And everybody hit go at the same time. And because these things are algorithmic, for the first time, we were able to kind of, you know, penetration, penetration test how, how much our audience could make happen. And so I, I think we sold, uh, I don't know, less like, what, 500, 800 albums all at once. And sure. it, it yeah. was enough to make it uh, uh, number one on Amazon, at which point we threw up our arms and said, we did it, we blew up the Death Star. Flash forward to seven days later, I'm riding my bike and I get a freaking spam phone call. And I'm like, hello, hey, what's going on? I'm riding a bike. I'm very healthy. I'm training for a triathlon. It's me, Brian Brushwood. And they said, uh, they said, uh, Jesus, uh, a lot of oversharing, sir. Uh, I mean, we get it. You sorry, work sorry. out. Who, who, who is this? Oh, it's a billboard. Uh, look, I don't want your magazine. I don't, I don't read magazines. Everybody's calling me asking for subscriptions to magazines. What do you want? No, sir. This isn't about you buying a subscription to Billboard. We need to make sure that we confirm the spelling of your name because you've made the Billboard charts. Oh, my gosh. I have to say it like this. (laughs) It's in my contract. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So we found out that we were the number four best-selling comedy album in the United States, according to Billboard magazine, right? And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, really? (laughs) 
At which point we realized, again, we're never going to get more money. We're never going to have more uh, flexibility. Uh, we're still going to read other people's ads and other people who are not us are going to make all the money. This is what it means to be on a network is you work for somebody else. You have a job and they are in control and you are not. But you figure out where you can flex and we realize, okay, hey, so... Uh, how exactly does Billboard tabulate all their... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, number if number one, they they check more stores than just Amazon. <laughs> yeah. And so we uh, second album, Mad Attack 2, Enjoy the Garden, we posted both on Amazon and on iTunes, and we made sure, again, to price very competitively at $1.99. And we may have intimated that if you really like the album, you might want to be able to access it both on your home PC and your iPhone, so you might buy it twice from both different outlets. I mean, outlets. maybe, maybe a suggested, very likely, uh, relatable problem. Flash forward. Oh, man, so hard to get up this hill. I hope I do good at this triathlon. Bring, bring. Whoa, what's this? Hello, what's going on? It's me, Ted Billboard again. I told you I don't want your magazine, I sir. Would, you don't remember the really awesome life moment that we shared before? <laughs> I'm sorry, Ted. I just get so emotional when I'm training for a triathlon. Jesus, this guy. Sorry, I'm in my cubicle with somebody else. Are you podcasting on the side, Ted? No. Congratulations. You have the number one comedy album on Billboard. I'm sure it's based on actual merit and not a scam we pulled. <laughs> Click. Uh, this, I really want you guys to, to realize, this is the DNA of Twitch. Like, when what rating is, is like, you get a, like, it could be 12 people, but that 12 people all showing up at the exact same time feels magic, and there's a reason why, algorithmically, this has been our claim to fame, and we didn't realize that this was, that we got it kind of from this, uh, this live streaming community. Just have everybody do a thing at once. Magic happens when you get everybody to do a thing at once, and it makes everybody feel great, makes everybody feel together, and it's been something that, that we've used for years now, a decade. Sure. Uh, also, it's really a fun thing to be taking a test and have all of the answers scrolling constantly on the bottom third of your screen. <laughs> like, yes. listen to your audience because all the best ideas, uh, uh, all you have to do is make sure to frame. We always used to refer to uh, uh, our chat realm as we refer to them uh, as, as our staff writers. And we, yeah. the agreement was always, we're going to steal all your best jokes and we're not going to give you credit. We're going to act like we thought of it in the moment. Yes. Uh, we have essentially evolved uh, that position. Yeah. But at the time, it was great because everybody started competing to throw the best one-liners, and we would just pluck our favorite ones out of there. And that's another thing that uh, we really have learned, that no matter where you go, and Twitch is great at cultivating awesome live audiences and awesome, uh, an awesome community, but you get the chat room you deserve. It is my favorite thing to say. I, it's Tom Merritt's uh, a quote, but it you live by it. And when you are building a community... The effort you put in is going to be the effort you get out. If you see that your community is acting crazy or behaving poorly, like this, it's it's one of the things that you need to take personal responsibility for, and it's something that we've tried to pride ourselves that have a two-way dialogue with uh, uh, your audience. And sometimes it's uh, uh, odd, and sometimes it's fulfilling, and sometimes it's hard. The, the conversations are, are difficult to have, but man, all that effort you put in does come back like right. it is your the value of your community so your goal is to start with a spark 
and start a fire. Your goal is to harvest the energy of that fire into a community. Make it a simple message about what you are about. Every Tuesday night, we set fire to the internet. We're up to mischief, but we are not crossing the line. We are fun and funny, but we are not causing harm to anyone. And that means you need to create a, a culture of self-policing so that you can take all that energy, bottle it up, get to a point where it's time to blow up the MF and Death Star and you get to make that happen. Yes. So we leave Twit in 2014. Uh, Night Attack is now born. So uh, uh, NSFW show goes away. Night Attack uh, shows up the next week. Uh, here were the benefits. Number one, we had to figure out what we were doing. And uh, also, uh, by this time, Twitch, <laughs> the doors are still closed uh, uh, for Twitch. There is it's, it's really weird, too. It's like, oh, man, uh, we're going independent. All right. Well, we're, we're, we're just a TV. We're, and we go to a haunted castle that's empty. We're like, <laughs> yeah. oh. And there's a sign that says Twitch next door. And we're like, oh, knock, knock, knock. And we're like, hey, it's me, Twitch. <laughs> what can I do for you, little kids? Uh, yeah, we, 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 we want to stream. We used to stream on your service. Yeah, a lot of people want to stream what games you play. It's me, uh, Ted Twitch. I don't know. Uh, uh, emotional games? Emotional. <laughs> <laughs> games of uh, fancy? Like, uh, <laughs> uh, unless you're playing a game, get, get bent. Click. Ah, Jesus. Ted Twitch, man. Real, real, real sus, person. Real. <laughs> uh, so, so we couldn't do it, and and the although although we did have some insane ideas, and uh, some of our friends actually tried these ideas. We talked about like, what if we just put in the upper corner just a game of tic tac toe animation that played constantly, and then did a comedy show. We we're like, <laughs> we're just big fans of tic tac toe. <laughs> look, look at this. But also, it's like there's even if we were to evade. Like that kind of takes the fun out of it. it. Takes the like the whole point of being on there is because it's a cool community, and it's like what we're like the the rebel weirdos. <laughs> we're, we're we're the tic tac toe boys. Like yeah, actually that would have been a way better idea. Like <laughs> why didn't we? We could have been the toe boys. Imagine we could have had a meet and greet at this point. You're like, what's up, toe boys? Yeah, we're the, we're the toe boys. Like, Where my circles at? X is rule. Ah, uh, well, we could have had. Uh, so, so instead, we we actually relied on our community. This was the time that our community really came saved to us. our aid. Saved us. They saved uh, us. This was, we needed an escape hatch. And so, uh, uh, you know, the, the community put together a website. They put together a CDN. They put together, essentially, I think of it as us being in an escape bubble. Uh, our show did not grow during this time yeah. because uh, everybody knew we were ejecting from something else. So during this time, we were in our own little bubble. And there were some people who wanted us to stay in the bubble forever. Uh, but we also knew that staying in the bubble would not be, there was no path for growth by, by living well, in yeah, our own bubble. Well, th yeah, this, this was the trade-off. So we went from a network that by the very nature of the fact that we had a logo that other more popular shows also shared, uh, people, there would be crossover. You know, we would guest on other shows, we would have a connection to them, we'd have a connection to the hosts, and so there was just a natural platform for people to be like, oh, okay, I like that guy as a guest, now I'm going to watch his show. I'm looking for other shows, I'm going to now look at the other offerings from this network, and now I'm going to go there. But we had the trade-off of, we got to read ads, we can't curse, we can't do everything that we want, and periodically they like to try and fire us because we've crossed a line. <laughs> um, like, that's, that was our trade-offs that we had to, we had to make. Let's say I should have not have said that. 
Yeah. I mean, there was definitely a calendar item that said fire Brian and Justin. And then we got on the phone call and then they were like, it was us and uh, uh, the, We'd the screwed person up in with charge. A, we'd screwed up with an ad read. There, there, it was us, a boss, and the, the, the advertiser. that we had offended. And, uh, and uh, it, it, this apparently they were going to cut off our heads like in front of the sponsor to let them know they were serious. And so, but we didn't know this, but somebody on the inside knew that that was the plan. And so we get on the phone call and they're like, hey, so we're all here. Here's uh, us and Brian and Justin. And we just want to talk about that ad. And then the advertiser said, yeah, no, a little bit over the line saying that spam is a rapist. Uh, but... Outside of that, we love your ads. We think you're great, and we cannot wait to continue to support yeah. your show. Just literally that line. At which point, the never boss repeat. Says, <laughs> but other than that, please, we want. Uh, we don't want to hamper your creativity. We love your ads. Just uh, uh, no Hitler, no R word, uh, and uh, we but, love you guys forever. At which point, the boss says, "Yeah, that's what's great about Brian and Justin. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're real creative. Those guys. Oh man. Uh, so yeah." <laughs> We got rid of that, uh, but oh my God, but that was a real thing. <laughs> Sorry, it definitely happened. Uh, so at that so, point, uh, we, we we now and so now we we are in almost the inverse. Now we have full range to do everything that we possibly want. We have no restrictions. We have no ads, <laughs> uh, but we have no growth. Like we we are now just in a, a place where you have to come to our website there's no like lateral movement and like we're kind of looking over at twitch and we're like oh man that would be a really cool place that you certainly know? seems like the youtube of live gaming yeah <laughs> it'd be great if we could get over there and get discovered and have uh, guests and, the one big thing that did happen at that point though is we got on patreon and patreon changed the game fundamentally and I just want to take a real quick moment here in terms of the like actual lessons sure uh, we made a patreon uh, Brian had wanted to do a patreon for about a year before uh, and I was like yeah come on we're gonna involve money in the connection with our audience Brian of course not this is the true artistic spark is a free audience uh, and then we left the network and we we're like oh let's try patreon and, and we had one level. Yeah. Initially. Okay. So uh, originally we had, uh, uh, you know, different tier tiers on Patreon, uh, and we had at three hundred. Look, there are things contractually we weren't allowed to say at the time, so we made a tier <laughs> at three hundred and fifty-one dollars, and the tier was called "We Get a Raise." <laughs> And uh, we're very happy that we reached that tier very quickly, almost immediately. <laughs> uh, but in fact, it became like a job. It was the, the Night Attack Patreon from literally like week one became something that I was able to quit my my job for. Uh, and, and that's for both of us. Uh, for those of you guys who do not know, uh, I was touring full time as a, uh, a stage performer doing a Blood and Guts magic show at uh, colleges across the country. And um, it turns out that all of a sudden uh, when the original Patreon numbers came in, I looked and I realized that's one community college gig 
every single week that I no longer have to do. And I felt that moment, if you've ever seen the movie Fight Club, I was like, we can have Fight Club every night now. All of a sudden, all of a sudden I could always plan to be home on Tuesday nights and do it. And Because it was, it's a paying job. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And and it, it fundamentally altered, I mean, that was the beginning of the end of my touring career. Like, yeah. like it was, I was on a hamster wheel of, of constantly being touring all around and, and it, it broke that and suddenly we were able to focus on our Twitch stream full time. But the important part of the story is that that harvesting of the goodwill that we had built up that's the key six years five or six years of showing up and asking nothing providing value i guess we did ask you know for people to do little things like play in our crazy games let's upvote a thing sure uh, we you know we did comedy albums for a dollar 99 or three dollars and 99 little little asks little little asks like having a totally community uh, community written erotic fiction novel <laughs> That definitely hit number three in iBooks. Number three on iBooks. Yeah. <laughs> Little things. We took uh, all the money. <laughs> actually, we, we, we did spend it on a party. We did spend it on a for party. For ourselves. We did. Uh, the, uh, but, but the important Everyone thing... Everyone was invited. <laughs> uh, the important thing is that you have to be judicious about harvesting. Remember what you're doing is you're bu building a beautiful garden. Anytime you make content that matters to somebody out there, what you're doing is you're building a garden... And the answer, uh, the question, of course, is to what point? There's a lot of reasons to build a garden. Maybe you're a big, fat, ugly, uh, environment-killing, multinational conglomerate uh, spewing uh, dust up into the atmosphere, but you built this to make yourself look prettier, right? And, and that's all you want out of the garden is to look pretty. Or maybe you have a beautiful garden and you want to rent out this two-foot square to the guy from Dollar Shave Club so he can stand on it and shout about his awesome razors. Or you may decide that you want to harvest directly from the audience and say, hey, how many of you guys can afford just $1 an episode? If you don't, if you can't afford it, that's cool. And then you're able to harvest and keep it healthy. Remember, you're building a garden and you have to figure out a way to harvest from that garden. Uh, and that was, uh, you know, the, the, the biggest thing about going to a, a fully independent thing. But... At a certain point, we got wind that uh, Twitch was relaxing their gaming-only stuff that they were spreading back in. And when you talk about one of those really awful conversations that you have to have to keep a healthy community uh, healthy, this was a huge, very painful, uh, huge moment where we had to kind of decide, well, where, where does this live? Where does this content live when we've made and the community rallied on a level that we had never really seen before to save the show, to make a home for the show? We had been in the escape bubble long enough to begin to see the beginnings of attrition. And it's not that anybody suddenly hated us. It's that month over month, people forget that their credit cards are tied to their Patreon accounts. How many guys have a Patreon hands in the air? Okay, so, and how many of you guys see that dip at the beginning of every single month when people, their credit cards get declined or whatever? We were starting to see that, and, and we realized, like, we don't have a brand that's strong enough to, uh, to be a gravity well to attract, you know, big famous talent to come join us. We need to be in an environment where we can cross-pollinate, where we can talk with other people, where we can play the games we've been playing for the past decade and involve other communities. Uh, by this point, Twitch had, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I felt like in some way, the weird thing we were grasping at six, seven, eight years before had finally 
matured on its own and become uh, made real by Twitch and that we had the chance to go back to the same game we were playing yeah. at the very beginning as fully independent as an opportunity to play, build a community, build an audience, and to interact with others in, in, in uh, funny and kind ways. Uh, and and it, it, it was a tough thing because there were a lot of people who in our community were like, we love being in the bubble. Well, it was our clubhouse. Like yeah. we had made, we had, it was, it was working. It, it, it existed. It was, it was a thing that was there for us. But the problem with Twitch or not the problem, but, but just, this is, this was the bargain is that like, look, when you can't be half in with Twitch, like you have to be in the chat. Like if you want to have emotes and bits and subs matter, like this all you it's kind of an all or nothing proposition so we couldn't even split the baby and say like okay well we'll stream on twitch and we, that way we don't we need to try for a little bit we tried dipping a toe you can't dip a toe into the no. twitch twitch waters uh uh the the majority of our people were still watching from inside the bubble uh and they were participating in a separate chat room inside the bubble and there was sort of, and then meanwhile I, 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 I don't want to speak for the audience, but I perceived it as some people felt like there was a real chat and a real place to watch and a not real. Well, place. look, this was this is again the the when you have a community and it's all about hey, it's us versus the world. We spent seven years blowing up Death Stars and doing cool stuff like and and this is all for you guys. This is all this is a, a collective effort. We are one, right? We are Venom, and then. You want to make a decision that is tough, but you think is for the betterment of the show that it's like you, we can see new names. We can cross pollinate. We can get speaking opportunities at large conventions <laughs> uh, <laughs> like uh, these things don't exist when we're when, when you're we're, in, when you're in a bubble, when you're when you're half in, half out. And also it's like we felt that, again, our, we've been doing this. For seven years, we were doing this before Twitch was Twitch. So it's like, why don't we bring? If we're playing the game, this is the place where where, where the game is played. We think uh, there's a lot of people that would enjoy us, but man, I, I I'd be lying if I said that 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 couple months wasn't the the most kind of gut wrenching to to go against when literally your entire brand is we listen to our audience, we listen to our audience, we love our audience, and then. A, a large, the most active part of our audience is like up yours. <laughs> like this is bad. I don't know. Can I curse? Is this? Have we cursed already? Yeah, dude. Up yeah, yours. Got, that's that's pretty fuck heavy. Fuck you. Oh. Stop doing this. <laughs> like that's. It, it was rough. It, it uh, it it was rough. I I I would like to say, and I don't know what alternate timelines look like, but uh, it. In a, in a darker alternate timeline, Twitch did not make it, they did not do as good a job as they did alternate timeline, not this timeline. Uh, uh, if, if the emotes weren't as fun, if the yeah. community, if the, if the chat wasn't as good, if the latency didn't get as, as, as snappy as it is now, um, that could have been a wrong decision, but I'm so glad we live in this timeline yes. where all of those things worked where, out great. Yeah, where, where we didn't mortgage our home so we could go to, like, YouTube Live. <laughs> yes, exactly, like, exactly. Facebook oh, oh we, we got a question in the audience. There you go. Uh, stand up to the mic, sir. Uh, also, also, just uh, flex them, them muscles. No, I, I just wanted to contribute because I was... I was I, I, when you guys made the Switch, yeah. uh, you guys actually... When you announced the Switch... Like, I had been streaming on Twitch for maybe 
four or five months at this point in time, and it, and it was adding incredible growth to my, what I was doing. It like it was changing all the metrics. I, that's that's because they they rolled out music before. Uh, yeah, they rolled out. Cre- they rolled out. Show, well, they rolled right? out creative, but and, and it was yeah. it was really funny because actually they, they, where, where that happened was I was hanging out with you guys at your place, and 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 I was talking about like I don't know what I I don't know what to do to trans to take my I don't know where, where to go with my music right now. I don't like yeah. I put out albums, and every time I put out a new record, I get a little Spotify bump, but that's all I get. Like I I don't like do I tour more? Do what do I do? Um, and, and I do it all the time. I make music all the time. What do I do? And Justin was like, hey, man, like, if you do it all the time, you should really look at just doing a Twitch. They just opened up Creative. And if, you, but if you're going to do it, like, you, should just show, you should involve everybody in your whole process. And I was like, oh, that's great. Like, I'll check that out. So I started doing it. And, all of a, and, like, and right out the gate, I started seeing a transformative. So, I, so when you guys made that announcement, you know, and, we, and, and like, again, there was, there was really serious backlash from the community. And um, and I called in. I called you guys, and I was like, "Hey, man! Like, I think you're doing the right thing because the thing is because what Diamond Club does, what you guys do really well, is you have this amazing community, and that community and engenders other people that feel that same sense of community. And now, so now you've 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 inculcated and and created this thing, and now you're taking it to a place where there's a hundred million people showing up every single month." falling in love with Twitch and they're just roaming around and experiencing Twitch and so now you've got these people and it's not just you guys it's everybody in the everybody that's in the chat realm everybody that's in the Diamond Club are ambassadors of your message yeah. and ambassadors of what you do and that was and so the thing is and so I know that they don't see it right now but it's going to be a good thing for everybody because everybody knows the magic that is the Diamond Club and we're now taking it to a much bigger pool you know so it's like you're you're now the infection entering into a live human body you know like you've been, you've been lurking around yes you know. And yeah, now we've so, entered a much larger human body. Yeah. Thank you, yes. Twitch. <laughs> and that again, that so so some of the benefits of being back on Twitch: discoverability, uh, uh, another other revenue streams with Bits and Twitch Prime. I mean, oh my God, Twitch Prime, oh, changing the game, baby. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, the, sorry, the app, Ted Twitch. I mean, look, uh, it's it's easy to overlook. What, how important having that app is, and 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 the app, it just being in your pocket, being able to buzz when when people go live, uh, uh, being on the same platform that all these other gigantic uh, uh, streamers are on, like it, it is just something that it's, you don't realize how powerful it is uh, until you know you you walk into it from from out in the cold for seven years. Sure, uh, and even like you know that we had we had an awesome app for for Diamond Club TV. I did a lot of the same functionality, but again, it's being a part of a larger ecosystem that really kind of makes that sing. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the fact that Twitch is just synonymous. It, it's a, it is a brand name. It is, it is Coke and Pepsi. When you think of it, you understand this is where live streaming happens. Do I want to watch people in, you know, in, a, in a live format where I can type something in the chat and they're going to say something back to me? That's Twitch. People know it. We're good at it. It just kind of made made sense. So, is there anything else that we've that we've learned that we haven't uh, that we haven't touched on? Uh, no, we've learned nothing. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what, we can uh, totally open up. Uh, yeah, for, let's do questions for, for uh, questions here now. So, uh, if uh, you guys can just go ahead because we are uh, live streaming here, if you can just go to 
the uh, the microphone. Uh, and by the way, uh, just literally any question, just to kick things off. If you're a fan, uh, or if you're a, a, a independent creator yourself, or if you have a funny story uh, that you want to tell, or a poop joke, just literally anyone just get on the literally mic. It does not like matter. if somebody can go like up to the mic, so it's not like super right, awkward. Here we I go. didn't think right, I have to right, do this. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got I've got counterfeit money. We right. do have counterfeit I have, money. I have $50 we are going to now pay money. for every question. Okay, here we go. Fifty dollars counterfeit money. What's your question? Well, let's see how good the question is first. Uh, I have a question. Uh, looking at other communities uh, that are not on Twitch already, yeah. what do you think could be like the next three big things that could use like a live audience built around them on top of Twitch platform? It's like we already have cooking, comedy, music. W what other things? What are other yeah. like like things that would benefit from being a community on Twitch? What was that worth? I have a lot of 50s, so here's a 50. $50. That's a 50 fake dollar question. Uh, please uh, don't uh, spend that. That's, yeah. that's not <laughs> that's real money. It's literally illegal to spend it. So, uh, so uh, uh, man, it, 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 it feels... Uh, uh, man, I, I hesitate to even say this. Um, like, now that the doors are open, uh, there, there's three things that make a successful online video uh, platform. Uh, uh, niche, type, and spice. This is something we do a whole class on. Um, uh, niche is the unmet need of the universe, the thing that everybody wants that nobody is doing right now. And maybe the whole universe doesn't know they want it. Type is whatever it is you do. Spice is what can you add to it that, that makes it interesting, right? Um, uh, and so... Uh, in this regard, uh, I, I, we were shooting a Modern Rogue episode at a jazz club, and the dude had all of these amazing robotic 4K cameras. He had an algorithm that, uh, that automatically would switch periodically. He had this amazing stage. Like, every time you see a classic uh, golden era of jazz, 1930s, 1940s club in a movie, that's what it actually looks yeah. like. And I, and, I, and I asked, I was like, is anybody live streaming this on Twitch? And he said, what's Twitch? <laughs> And, and, and in this case, I realized, I was like, dude, people who are into jazz are really into jazz. Yeah. And they want a place to hang out. There's somebody in Germany who you, you have seven top tier jazz bands in every single week. You have content. Everybody's agreed. They've already, they're already signing releases. Yeah. You are, are primed and good hey, to go. Shit would be huge in Frankfurt, dog. That's what I'm saying. But, but all you need is like seven people from every country to be diehard fans and you could conquer the world. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would say uh, uh, just more of everything, uh, but, but specifically like what, what Brian said, anything that has a hardcore community, if, if, if people are really into it, they want to see it done live. And by the way, here's That's how you it. know that you found a niche is, is project yourself theoretically into this space, look around and say, who's my competition? If the answer is nobody... That is free territory for you to claim. And by virtue of being first, you have claimed it. You get to legitimately say the world's number one Twitch stream dedicated to blank. Blank. All right, right over here. Hey, gentlemen. Uh, glad to see you guys out here. Um, I know you guys both have supportive significant others, which helps make the jump to independence. But I have a two-part question. The sure. first part is, is there... Twitch without Patreon or is there Patreon without Twitch? And the second part is without getting into numbers, what's the percentage of independent night job compared to the day job where oh, you decide out of, to... Out of our total income? No, I'm saying at what point do you jump ship from the old day job? Man, it's tough because 
in the case of Night Attack, Night Attack is a is one star in a constellation, a shared constellation of uh, gigs yeah. that Justin and I both independently do. So there is a moment. Uh, um, if you currently have a stream that is bringing in some amount of income, then consider it one data point. I would strongly encourage everyone here to take a moment and figure out exactly how diversified you are. If you're making all the money in the world, but it's all tied to one game, I'm going to say that is not a portfolio I would recommend holding on to because games can lose popularity. What you want to do is constantly be diversifying so that at any one time, any one of these siloed ideas, these properties, these independent, uh, uh, you know, on Mondays I do Chord Killers. We do weird things. Yep. Tuesdays I do uh, Night, Night Attack. Attack. Uh, Thursdays we're usually shooting Modern Rogue or Scam School. Uh, uh, on top of that, I'm doing live events and, and touring or whatever. Any one of these could blow up and, and, and it wouldn't be great. I would not be happy, but we would survive. And, and I think both of us, like, figure Same out thing. how to diversify. So here's the other thing. Uh, when it comes to quitting your job, you want to go through three phases. Number one, I'm making money at this other thing that's not my day job. And that's a great phase. Then there's an even better phase. Oh, my God. I'm making dual incomes because I'm making as much money doing this other thing as I am doing my day job. Two incomes, hooray! That's a, an amazing phase. And then comes the third phase. This day job is really annoying me, <laughs> so much so that I'm gonna give up one of my incomes. Yeah. And at that point, when you're ready to do, when, when the frustration of the time that your day job is taking out of this other thing, that's when you leave, for uh me. Also, that's uh, the safest way to do it. Two things. Uh, first of all, uh, anybody who's serious about quitting their day job to do what they actually love should read the book uh, Quitter by John Acuff, in which he strongly encourages everybody to rethink your day job, not as the pain in the butt thing that you have to do, but they are your patron. For some reason, they're willing to keep your lights on and keep you fed while you spend the remaining 16 hours of your day building your own empire. Only when your empire gets so big that that eight hours you're giving them is an inconvenience do you uh, uh, consider quitting in order to free up more bandwidth for the thing that's making more money. Uh, second of all, um, understand there are many, many different types of currencies. Uh, do not oh, yeah, think, including this one. So just here, uh, come yeah, here. Uh, Here's twenty five fake that's, that's dollars. Not just pass currency. that back. Just pass that back. Not to currency. Yeah, illegal. That, do not spend it. It's um, illegal to spend. There are it. different types of currency. Um, you are not doing Twitch for the ad revenues. You are not doing it for the subscriptions. You are doing it for the mind share that you are earning in your tribe. You are building a tribe, and there are ways to harvest that in a way that is healthy for the tribe and builds it up for everybody, and there are ways to do it that are unhealthy. When you sell ads in the mind share that you've earned in your tribe, you are harvesting Possibly, if it's a bad, imagine, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, fakebonerpills.com, they're great. Uh, give, give all your money and you'll have fake boners. Uh, I, I, I totally <laughs> believe them. You, you, you are chipping away at the goodwill that you have in there. But instead, if you build something. Would it be made of tin? <laughs> uh, here's my point. Here's my point. There's a bunch of different ways to, 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 to make money and stay alive. Uh, uh, yes, Twitch ads are part of them. Yes, subscriptions are part of them. Patreon, I would say, 
is a disproportionately large part of it for us because that is direct contribution. That is somebody saying, I love you exactly this many dollars per episode. Uh, the, uh, 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 there's also, uh, the general term is merch, but the problem with merch is what you're really doing is saying, buy this because it has my logo on it. If you really wanna make money uh, in selling a product, figure out, hey gang, what is it that all of you need that I can put in a store for you? And then they will give you the answer. And you're like, also, it's got my logo on it. And then, and then, and then now you're getting somewhere. Yeah. We got another question. Hello. Hello. Um, I never saw Justin TV. And I just had like a simple question sure. about your thoughts. And kind of a two-parter. Go ahead. What categories do you find yourself or, or are you guys streaming under most often? And what do you think of the category breakup that they've done recently with, with the non-gaming? Yeah. Uh, Bryce, what are we, what Bryce are we, to come on up Ladies here? and gentlemen, uh, this is our producer, Bryce Neshkam Castillo. Hey, by the way, uh, here's the benefit of doing something for 10 years is eventually you get to a place where somebody better than you is able to handle all the technical details. Uh, Bryce Hi. is very plugged in on all this stuff. Hi. Uh, so we are almost always under the hey. talk shows category. Hey, give give fifty dollars to Bryce. Don't spend that, Bryce. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, also, you, hey, you know what? This is a pay upgrade for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're normally it's under. We're normally Ladies and gentlemen, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we are we are normally under talk shows. Um, I, I think now they split it out from talk shows and gaming talk shows. Um, and yeah, they had the new tag system, which which is actually really nice because we have a variety of different shows that we do, and they all have different tones. So, for example, with Cord Killers, we put we can say that's a talk show, and also say that that's news. Right. Uh, when we have Night Attack, we can say that that's an interview show, and it's kind of an Ask Me Anything. So, being able to have that fine level of detail is really nice. I I, I do wish that they could add more, even more tags, be, yeah. because they're good, and I think they have a form for that. Um, so I'm excited to see that system uh, uh, but, uh, expand. Would, would you agree with um, uh, what, what I perceive is uh, more important than obsessing about you know this tag, that tag, this sub-community, that, that uh, discoverability? Like, if you earn the interest of your tribe, they will follow you to a lot. I mean, it, certainly, they followed us out of Justin TV <laughs> yeah. to a network, to an independent CDN, and back to uh, the grandchild of Justin TV. Yeah. Uh, uh, totally. I mean, I, I, I think that the breakup was really good. I thought that IRL, uh, in, in general, I think very obviously kind of became a lot of different things and sort of lost the definition of what it was uh, initially kind of there for. So, uh, uh, I think anytime that you can have, you can click on a, a, a category mm -hmm. and see closer to what you assumed you were going to see before you clicked on that category, That's the a good better thing. off it is, right? right. Because it's going to mean that you know, before you clicked on IRL, and sometimes it would be somebody out in the world, and uh, then there would be nine people doing ASMR, and then there would be uh, uh, me, right? And, like, that's not, nobody's like, oh, finally, all of it at once. <laughs> oh, hey, Justin, did you, uh, oh, I'm just, I'm just breaking, I'm, let me, oh, I'm just grabbing this money here. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Uh, oh. But, but I, also, I also love the just chatting thing. Like, like that's, mm -hmm. that's a, a, I think, a great like form that that uh, uh, I've really taken advantage of for the politics stuff, just because that's a great way for me to define myself. Because there's not a lot of people that talk about politics on Twitch. Normally, it's the one thing you want to avoid, and I can differentiate myself by saying, "No, look, come yell a thing at me, and we'll have a discussion." And it's uh, it's fun. All right, question. No problem. Thank you. 
Hi. Um, so my question is about using social media to get people who don't normally watch Twitch to watch your non-gaming content and um, mm. how that's affected your growth. I'll tell you what, man. Um, people tend to love the clubhouse that they pick to hang out in. And you can fight it or you can learn to speak the language of it. There are an awful lot of people who watch my YouTube channel, Scam School, who will never, ever follow me on Twitter. There are people on Twitter uh, uh, who I will never, it's astonishing to me. Uh, uh, th on paper, you would, you would uh, like, I think I have like 1.7 something million Twitter followers. Not a brag. Uh, <laughs> we, we promised real numbers here. We did. <laughs> and, I, and I'll say, hey, we're live right now, and I'll be surprised if 50 of them click over. In yeah. general, people really don't like going outside of their comfortable bubbles. And those 50 people are almost certainly people who are already comfortable in the Twitch ecosystem. And they're like, oh, thanks for the reminder, bro. And then they jump, jump right in. So I would say in general, learned, uh, uh, my brand on Twitter is, is I try to speak the Twitter language and only, you know, like post uh, uh, two line jokes or pictures of my daughters or whatever. I speak Twitter, but then, uh, but then, and that's different from the, what I speak on Twitch, which is different from what I speak on YouTube. Uh, uh, I would actually say for us, it was like, oh, not like how do we get people onto Twitch? It was like, great, people know what Twitch is. Like we're not <laughs> sending them to our own website that they don't have any connection to, right? Here, like there's oh, yeah, $50. Yeah, please, there's, oh, 50, please yeah. 50, fake there's fake that's, money that's, here that's, for that's, you. So please. Counterfeit money, don't spend it. Don't like literally, I'm begging you. It's, please don't please spend don't. it. It's very illegal. Uh, but one of the nice it. things about social media is a, you can use it this as a, a great bit. We should, we should do this every time. <laughs> you, you can use it as a means to try to let people know, oh, the thing's on. You try to yeah. cross-pollinate on a different network. But it also gives people who are on, say, Twitter, the opportunity to spread that message, right? Yeah. The people who are already were going to watch, now they can click the retweet button and, and then their, their friends... Uh, can can see and share that information. So there there's it, it's an attempt at, at organic um, spread. All right. Any other questions? And we got. I think we got time for probably like one. One or more. Two one more. last question. We got one more. I mean, how much? Oh, how wait. much hold fake on, money on, do we have on. here? <laughs> how about five two dollar bills? Two, <laughs> five, three, four, four, five fake five dollar bills. Five counterfeit two dollar bills. Whoever has the best question. <laughs> we just need one question. Literally, could be. Could be uh, anything. Uh, right here. Uh, yeah, All right, go yeah, for it. Shout it out. Jump, jump over. Get on mic. Just so we can have it recorded. This is gonna be a great bit. I swear to God, if the question is, can I have five $2 bills? What is your favorite color? All of you? Ooh, favorite Ooh. color. Green. <laughs> uh, Here, take, take your $2 bills. That's yeah. fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, hey, guys, uh, we are Night Attack. You can see us uh, every Tuesday night. Wait, at, what's uh, your favorite color? Uh, what's that? Yeah, wait, 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 come on. We got to answer her question. We got to really answer the question, man. I say mine's purple! Cheap pop, cheap pop, cheap pop. <laughs> I love it picked up on the mic, but somebody, there's a man in the front row who just grabbed both of his sides of his coat and just yelled, shill, shill! <laughs> I like gray. I, li I like gray. It goes with a lot of stuff. So there we go. Like geese. Uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash night attack, people. We love you guys. We hope you learned something. Feel free to grab us on our way out. We'll be just hanging around. Ask us whatever you guys want. Yeah. We love you. Thank you. Thank you.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>